Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Real Vision Crypto. I'm Ash Bennington. Today, I'm joined by Alex Thorne, head of firm-wide research at Galaxy Digital, to talk about all the things happening in the digital asset space right now. Alex, welcome to Real Vision Crypto. Thanks, Ash. Great to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. Alex, you've got an extensive background in traditional financial services before you joined Galaxy. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you discovered the digital asset space. I was at Fidelity for 12 years, Fidelity Investments, before I joined Galaxy a year ago, I think today. Um, and most recently at Fidelity, I co-led Avon Ventures, which is the affiliated crypto VC firm uh, that invests on behalf of the owners of Fidelity in the crypto uh, ecosystem. Um, and I was director of blockchain research at Fidelity Center for Applied Technology before that, which is Fidelity's sort of innovation laboratory. Um, and had a whole career, mostly in legal and compliance, uh, forensic investigation, capital markets, uh, regulation and regulatory investigations. Before that, so I, I was at Fidelity. Uh, I, I think I joined Fidelity about uh, nine months after Satoshi released, uh, after the first block was mined. So I joined in September 2009, and the first block on Bitcoin was mined January 3rd, 2009. Um, so I was there plenty before knowing about Bitcoin. It was it. I actually first heard about Bitcoin. In 2012, 2013, during the Euromaidan protests in the Ukraine, there were people that were holding up signs saying, donate to us with Bitcoin. And I was involved in some, you know, as a as, uh, forensic investigator and, you know, just general internet, uh, early internet native, I mean, had been doing file sharing and had my, my website, alexthorne.com up in 1999, I think, um, was just sort of interested in internet culture and, and heard about this and really had no idea what it was. Thought it was really cool from a pure like internet money standpoint. Um, didn't take the orange pill and learn about and care about um, its monetary policy or sort of the ethos behind what Bitcoin was for much later until much later. Um, and then in 2015 or so, Abigail Johnson, Fidelity's CEO and chairman, she got interested in Bitcoin and directed some folks to start looking into it. And in the process of trying to learn about Bitcoin, they reached out around the firm said, who knows about this thing? Is there anyone who can help us? Like, we're just, you know, doing some consulting. Um, I was found as someone who had been interested in it and knew about it, ended up doing a bunch of proofs of concept with them. There's a, a kind of at least Fidelity famous one where they sent me to buy something with Bitcoin at a place that accepted Bitcoin and then return the item and see if they would pay the Bitcoin back to me. Abby talked about that in her keynote address at Consensus 2017. She talked about me. She called me the Bitcoin Viking um, for my adventurous spirit, but not for the raiding and pillaging, she clarified, thank thankfully. Um, and and then basically, once we had this budding Bitcoin department, um, you know, I wanted to figure out what to do with my career. And I didn't want to stay in the legal world, really. And, you know, moved over into working on, on you know, blockchain research and, and crypto and Bitcoin full time. And that's what I've been doing since. So, um you know, now, now outside Fidelity, you know, at being at a firm like Galaxy, whose sole focus is this industry, um, it's just, you know, sort of another, another step up in terms of the intensity that I focus on this space. 
Boy, it really is, though, a propitious sort of series uh, of coincidences that you have this background, not just in technology, but in legal, regulatory, compliance, forensics, all of the topics that have become incredibly important to the digital asset space uh, in the last, say, 12 to 18 months, more so than ever. Yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of, it's so interesting. I mean, I studied political science in college, um, but I was always sort of a techno, like, geek. I mean, I had broadband when everybody, I got my parents to buy us broadband when everyone else had dial-up still. Um, but, you know, I, you know, I'm 35. That puts me like squarely in the millennial era. And what was so interesting about this is that we had AOL, AOL 1.0, uh, like when we were eight. And then like we had, um, you know, ICQ and AIM when we were like in middle school and we had Napster in seventh grade. Then we had cell phones and text messaging in high school. And then we got Facebook freshman year in college. We were the first freshman class to get it. Right. And so like we sort of had everything right as it happened. Right. We if you were just a few years older than you went through college with no social media, if you were just a few years younger than it was totally native to you. Um, and I, I see this. I have a lot of friends my age that we all sort of like were interested in these things as they happen. We had BitTorrent like basically right when Bram Cohen released it. Right. We were on these things right as they happened. So I think there's an interesting, you know, cohort of folks uh, my age in this industry because they were kind of primed to um, be accepting and, and sort of first movers on new technology. And, and I find that for me, at least that's been, it's always been a passion of mine. So, you know, that's why I was interested in it to begin with. It was, look, it was a lot of luck in making my own luck to actually get to work on it at Fidelity. It's a huge organization. It's not easy. And again, most places, what was unique there, one of the things that was unique there most big organizations, and we know now basically all big organizations are doing something in this space or at least looking into it, but usually it started with some middle or upper middle or even junior employee pitching the concept up and, and in many cases having to grind and spend years to convince the higher ups to let them work on it. In our case, it was the owner and CEO of the company or like sending it down, right? And so I think that speaks a lot to why Fidelity was early on this. Um, and early on Bitcoin, and um, it, and we, there was more opportunity. And you see, by the way, a huge number of Fidelity alumni working in this space that came through that sort of different versions of the path that I took through Fidelity to work on it there. So tell us a little bit about the transition uh, to Galaxy. Uh, you guys, uh, you and Mike and some other folks are building a pretty big machine over there. How do you think about what you're doing from the 50,000 foot level? Yeah, I mean, we think of it as being a technology-driven financial services firm in the scheme of things, right? It's It's... Um, and, and, you know, we, we have a range of businesses. You can trade with us. You can um, invest with us. You can get advice from us. Um, we mine Bitcoin. We also invest ourselves on our balance sheet. We have a huge venture portfolio. Um, so and, and all of this, of course, you know, this is all basically on, in public blockchain. Right. So we're not, you know, building, you know, blockchains to fix supply chain, you know, uh, or or some other enterprise business use case. We're really focused on public blockchains, cryptocurrencies, uh, Bitcoin, Web3, NFTs, right? This The, the sort of main crypto use case. Um, I mean, we're, we're deep into it. We're, we mostly serve institutional investors of various types with a range of products, right? Um, and and um, it coming, I mean, I, I sort of already said this, but it, Fidelity has a lot, has a giant I, this is what we, the innovators call a giant legacy business, right? I mean, it's the biggest 401k provider in the United States. They have a massive mutual fund business. I think they're the third largest. And they have a huge brokerage operation and a bunch of other stuff, right? So crypto can't be their focus. Um, they have a business there, 
but they'll always, as any traditional incumbent trying to operate in an innovation space, right? They they have you know competing interests, and so part of it part, that was mostly why I was interested in coming to a company like Galaxy. And um, you know, when I looked at where where I could go. I was super intrigued by the fact that Galaxy is um, is diversified, big institutional focus, which plays to my experience. Um, and 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 dedicated to just expanding the growth and adoption of this space and making it easier for people to interact with it and, and move capital in and out of it and around it. And that's what we're focused on here. And we have, I mean, our clients range from high net worth individuals to sovereign wealth funds and everyone in between, right? I mean, endowments, high net hedge funds, uh, family offices, um, allocators, right? That's, that's who we're serving. And um, I mean, it's been super exciting. I can't tell, I tell people, um, we just arrive at insights, I find, you know, transitioning a little bit to research faster than anyone else that I know, because we've got like, even just in my area where I sit, there's probably 35 of the smartest crypto people I know all sitting right next to each other, right? So when something happens, like we're figuring it out with all these different viewpoints, throwing it in the Petri dish and coming out with the insight or the sort of the range of possible insights and then getting to select, like, what do we think is the best insight on this topic, I think faster than, than anyone else I, I know in the space. So one of the interesting things to me uh, about your title there is head of firm-wide research at Galaxy Digital. That suggests uh, that you're sort of across all of those different verticals that you've just mentioned. Uh, tell us, what does that mean? What do you do? And what's your day-to-day -day like? We, um, we have a team of analysts and we're building out a big data operation. And, and we're hoping to try to do more on the innovative tech R&D side as sort of what lives under the research department. The main point is that our focus is examining these technologies, trends, markets, um, and generating real insights for people. So when we write research, we and that includes our various business lines, of which there are five major ones I mentioned, right? Um, and so it's not just, here's that thing, here's an ecosystem map, here are the players. I, everything we do is focused on telling you off a why it's important why it matters but also offering a way to think about it now that doesn't mean that every report we're saying oh this is bullish or this is bearish in fact we're almost rarely saying that typically it's like here's the the uh, mental model here's our mental model for how we think about this this if it's a let's say it's a protocol this protocol's competitive landscape its edge its risks um you know, is that how do we does this fit into a trend? Like we're always trying to explain why something is important and why it matters. And I think that's where we have a an edge over some of the you know the other folks that that work in this space. That's always been my direct. I mean, that's what I drill into everyone that I work with, which is like we need to take that extra step. Folks can disagree with us, but we're going to try to lay out a really compelling argument for why we think the way we do. Um, and, you know, feel free to disagree and we engage with our clients on a regular basis. That's the other thing, the firm wide part. I mean, we're we are the folks who are dedicated. We, we are not salespeople. Right. We are dedicated to learning about and and unpacking and understanding all the multitude of things happening in this ecosystem um, and educating our business, our businesses and helping in some cases even guide product decisions and, and providing the, you know, the reference material and understanding required to operate in the space. Um, but also working with all of the clients of all of our business units. I mean, we're a huge, that's a huge resource, um, I hope, um, that we're offering to the clients of Galaxy's various business lines, right? So it's not, this isn't research for the trading business or research for the asset management business, right? It's research for all. And um, that's that, that's sort of what we're working on building out even more is providing 
more content coverage and support to Galaxy clients. I mean, the other interesting aspect about this is that you put out uh, some of this research publicly. Uh, in fact, you've got a Twitter feed, G, uh, at GLXY Research. This is Galaxy Digital Research's Twitter feed, uh, where you're putting out uh, this research out publicly. Tell us a little bit about how you think about that uh, versus uh, the, the information that you're giving to your clients. I mean, look, we view, we're crypto native folks. Like we believe in the open and, tra and, and transparent and collaborative nature of this space. Like we don't, we're not like experts in a bottle, like, like everyone else, we're interacting with the builders, the other investors, the communities on Twitter and, and, and on Reddit and on Discord, right? Like we want to participate and, and, and offer our view and, and also um, – and, uh, and we read everyone else's views, right? So, I mean, it's important for us to be involved. Um, and I think that's true, by the way, for anyone operating in this ecosystem, whether you're a builder, an investor or something else, right? Like you can't operate in a bubble, Um you know, we do provide more bespoke um, consulting advice, breaking down of our research work uh, for our clients than, of course, we do in the pub to the public. Um, but I think it's also just important to share our views and and um, and try to help advance the discussion on these things in general, whether it's, you know, Bitcoin, whether it's Ethereum and smart contract competitors. Right. And whatever it is, we, we just want to participate and and. Um, and make sure everybody knows, you know, can can share in, in, in our understanding to some extent, right? And we really have. I think we actually have – I think last year we actually publicly released every note that we ended – that we uh, released to clients at some point. Not always right away, but, at, but ultimately um, we did. Yeah, I mean it's definitely very much a trend or a theme uh, I think in the investing space more broadly now, seeing research coming out. I know Kathy Wood, for example, uh, lots of folks on the traditional investment side are like, wow, this is so strange. She puts this all out. She publishes her positions every day. This is kind of the world that we live in uh, as digital asset natives. Yeah, I mean you just have to be part of it. It's you, like I, I can't tell how many people – I've told over the years when they're like, how do I get, how do I get smart on this? And I'm like, the very first thing you need to do is follow all the, all the people working on it on social media. Right. I mean, it's, I mean, this is when they say like about Twitter, right. I can't believe this app is free. Like that's absolutely right. Like we, I'm learning more in real time by following my friends and other builders in the space. I mean, we're all talking with each other, right. And, and figuring it out as we go. Hey, if you like this clip, be sure to check out the full interview and more only on realvision.com forward slash crypto. It's 100% free. Sign up now.